Many B2B SaaS companies tend to analyze their metrics in a vacuum. They examine their KPIs independently of each other, unable to see the forest beyond the trees. But whether you're measuring your cost per click or organic search rankings, your metrics are connected in ways that influence one another. And that's why it's best to analyze them based on the context of the relationships that they have. Doing so gives you a more accurate picture of how effective your marketing really is. And as a result, you'll be able to make better decisions about what levers to pull in pursuit of your prime objectives. In this episode, we're going to examine the three essential relationships between SaaS marketing metrics that are often misunderstood. Number one, volume and quality. Number two, budget and cost of acquisition. And number three, engagement and conversion. You'll learn why there's an inverse relationship between volume and quality. We'll also explain why budget and cost of acquisition have a direct correlation. And finally, we'll discuss the reason that engagement and conversion metrics are often at odds with one another. But before we discuss that, let's take a look at the metrics that many SaaS companies overrate and how to analyze them instead. I'm Mark Thomas, I'm the head of growth at Powered by Search. And today I'm gonna to talk you through some of the best knowledge that we have on building B2B SaaS businesses. Now, if any of this is interesting to you and you wanna read more, you should go to our website, it's poweredbysearch.com and check us out there. Many B2B SaaS companies pay close attention to these five metrics. CPC, ad position, organic keyword rankings, traffic volume, and conversion rate. And these metrics do matter, but they're paid more attention than they deserve. Here's how these companies should be thinking about these marketing metrics differently. Let's start with CPC, cost per click. Now that's the marketing metric that most companies, they obsess over. And they'll often want to drive down their CPCs and acquire cheaper clicks. You rarely hear companies ask how they can get the most expensive clicks possible. But when a click is expensive, there are certain assumptions that you can conclude, and, and not all of them are negative. High CPCs could mean that your ads are reaching a highly coveted audience. When the space a click occupies is hotly contested, there'll be more advertisers with bids driving up the average CPC. They could also be a signal that your ads are reaching an audience with higher intent. Not only are they reaching the right people, but they're reaching them at the right time to pitch an offer. The company that can bid the highest and acquire traffic, they'll often win the market. And so while it's ideal to get cheaper clicks, know that it's not an absolute must. As long as you can make the numbers work, there's no reason why you shouldn't pay a premium on clicks, especially when you can convert at a profit. Less mature SaaS marketers often waste time worrying about where their ads rank in paid search. They place a heavy weighting on ranking in the number one spot of their targeted keywords. Now, when they find out they're not, it's often for them a cause of panic. And they usually find out that they're not ranking first by searching for themselves on Google. But what they don't realize is that they're doing themselves more harm than good. By searching for their targeted keywords and not clicking their ads when they appear, they're creating wasted impressions. And the result is a vicious cycle. Lower click-through rates leading to lower quality scores, which drive higher CPCs. Instead, they should stop worrying about ad positions altogether. They're better served focusing on click-through rates as a KPI. Higher CTRs are an indicator that your ads resonate with your target audience, while lower CTRs, they're a signal that they don't. How did Hiba Amin go from this 
the investors wanted to put all of their investments on pause and we ended up having to lay off half of the team. To this. This past year, we've doubled our signup numbers every week. We've tripled our MRR and we're in a good spot now. We're hiring across all of our teams. Listen to episode one of Inflection Point to find out more or look in the show notes for a direct link. Number three, it's organic keyword rankings. Now, when it comes to SEO for SaaS, many companies tend to have a myopic perspective of keyword rankings. They're often laser focused on ranking for keywords with the highest search volume. However, these are head terms, keywords that include the name of a category plus other words like software or platform. So an example here is CRM software or CRM platform. Now, other times there are use case search terms. For example, one of our clients wants to rank for the keyword power dialer because they sell sales dialer software. But by focusing on head terms and higher volume keywords, they overlook the importance of all the long tail keyword opportunities out there. These are keywords with much lower search volume that can still be hyper relevant for your business. And in aggregate, they can outweigh the number of searches that any single head term generates by itself. That's why it's best to chase keywords that address pain point related topics instead. They may not appear to have any search volume, but they can be better indicators of purchase intent. The fourth thing, traffic volume. Now most companies are obsessed with growing their traffic. Decision makers frequently believe that their marketing only works when there are more people who see and talk about their SaaS product. But focusing on increased volume often equates to lower quality traffic and leads. Instead, it's better to optimize for customer content first. Instead, it's better to optimize for customer content fit first. Better fit traffic yields better quality leads, which ultimately lead better quality customers. Scaling traffic can be a priority, but later, only once quality has been figured out. Number five is conversion rate. It's common for us to have conversations with companies who worry about low conversion rates. But generally, they're looking at how many demos or trials they receive relative to the total number of visitors their website generated. This paints an incomplete picture because people who come to your website land there with different motivations. Some people, they browse your website for research and education. Meanwhile, others have landed on your page by accident and just they're just not the right visitors. It's best to look at conversion rate in more segmented terms, looking at it from a page level. For example, it's worth paying more attention to conversion rates of your core product pages because people who visit those, they have actual purchase intent. If you're not converting on those pages, you really need to understand why. Let's move on here to talking about the three relationships between SaaS marketing metrics that you actually do need to understand. Most companies don't understand the key way in which their metrics are influenced by one another. So as a result, they can move one lever and they get great results, but yet they pull another and suffer unwanted consequences. The first relationship that people get wrong is between volume and quality. There's an inverse relationship between these two aggregate metrics. When one goes up, the other goes down and vice versa. Take traffic and conversion rates as an example. As you scale traffic to your website, your conversion rates on your website will decrease. And that's because you're moving away from no one else but to new green space audiences. No one else But visitors are prospects with high intent who typically come in a smaller number. Green space audiences, meanwhile, may be potential buyers, but they're less educated about what you do and they have lower intent and plus they they take longer to convert. But in spite of this, most companies optimize for traffic volume first. They worry about generating quality visitors later 
and frankly, that can result in future disaster. So instead of optimizing for volume, it's best to optimize for quality. Pursue ranking for keywords organically that have low search involvement, yet signal higher purchasing intent. These might be topics around customer pain points, like comparison pages between you and your competitors. When it comes to traffic, this might mean you'll generate fewer visitors to your website, but you'd at least be bringing in more of the right potential prospects. The second relationship that people overlook is between budget and cost of acquisition. SaaS companies that want to spend more on advertising, they also want lower CPAs. But frequently, the opposite happens. Why? Because increasing your ad budget expands your reach to new audiences who've never heard of you before. And this lack of familiarity means that the cost of acquisition will almost always go up. Unlike volume and quality, there's a direct relationship between these two metric categories. When one goes up, the other goes up as well. An example of this is annual contract value and sales cycle. Now let's say you sell a high ACV product that's valued at around $100,000. Now based on your existing data, you know that it takes you about nine months to close a deal. But by month three of a new campaign, most companies start to wonder why they haven't closed any new leads. Remember, the reason this is happening is because you sell a high ACV solution. If you were selling a $1,000 solution, the results would be totally different. From point of discovery to close, high ACV products always take longer to sell. There's much more at stake for a customer when the price tag is expensive. A customer is gonna to wanna to do a heavy amount of research before committing to such a product. Relationship number three is engagement rate and conversion rate. Marketing decision makers often assume that there's a direct correlation between engagement and conversions. So high engagement should lead to high conversions, right? But these two metric categories are often at odds with one another. Unlike the other two relationships that we've discussed, engagement and conversion tend to have no influence on each other at all. Now imagine that you write an informative blog post that drives both traffic and captivates the attention of anyone who reads it. Visitors are staying on the page, which leads to an improvement in engagement metrics such as time spent on site. But just because someone is reading, it doesn't mean that they're gonna buy what you're selling. Now that's especially true if the blog post that you wrote covers a top of funnel subject. Visitors landing on your page at this stage of your marketing funnel may be unaware that they have a problem that your SaaS product can actually solve. That's not to say there's no purpose for engaging content because engaging content like infographics or top of funnel articles and videos are useful for generating brand awareness. Meanwhile, pain point related content such as competitor comparison pages, it's much more effective in generating direct response conversions. So bringing this all together, keep in mind the content that we've discussed in this episode is relating to SaaS companies who've already reached product market fit. These are businesses that have proven themselves to be sticky among their target audiences, but are now wondering how to make the marketing really tick. If that's you, start by working backwards from the end of your funnel to determine your own benchmarks. Look at the relationships between metrics that we've covered in this article when you do that. But remember, these relationships are a function of your existing positioning, messaging, calls to action, and calibrated offers. Make sure that those are in order first before you start optimizing for more visitors. We've all landed on SaaS websites of businesses who are unclear about who they are and what they do. Don't be one of those companies. What's the point of spending a budget on ads if you're not clear about the problems that your product can solve? I'll see you next time. So if you enjoyed that today and you want to do something about your B2B SaaS marketing, you should get in touch with us. You can do that by going to poweredbysearch.com 
and checking out our work with us page, or you can browse the case studies and blogs that we have on the site. Now, if you're not ready to do that, definitely say hi anyway. You can ping me on Twitter. I'm at I am Mark Thomas. That's Mark with a C. Or you can ping our founder and CEO, Dev Basu, D-E-V-B-A-S-U. Connect with us there. Looking forward to seeing you again for another episode.